Okay, boys, I got uh, I got a little bit of an issue here arising in uh, my relationship. So I got to talk to you guys about it. It's kind of a question. It's going to be open, but I'm going to be judging. Um, so I recently went to the dentist. Um, and now my question for you boys is what is one thing that you like doing, but most people hate, you know, cause I was thinking about it. <clears throat> my girlfriend hates going to the dentist. Doesn't like it at all. Whereas me fucking strap me in and strap me up because I'm ready for a teeth clean. But uh, she thinks that's super weird. I don't think it's weird at all. So that leads to. So question. is she just roasting you, like, you about it? You like it? Oh, I love going to the dentist, man. Just the anything. experience in general, or just like for just, just getting your teeth clean? Because yeah, like it's hard feeling. to have a conversation with someone when they're well, in your mouth. I, well, you know me; I can hold a conversation with basically anyone, alive or dead. Um. So yeah, mouth open, mouth closed. I. I'm your guy holding the conversation, but yeah, I really enjoy going to the dentist and it made me think, you know, we haven't been doing this for a while. So I, you know, I, I got to catch up with you boys, but what's your one thing that you like doing that most people would be like, okay, that's a little fucked up. Dude, that's fucked up. You liking going to the dentist. I'm not going to lie. No, (laughs) I, I, I'm, team, I'm team peas. I love the dentist. We dude. are back, baby. What the dude, fuck? I love the dentist. It's like, such a good feeling. Yeah, you guys just have clean. the hottest dentist. Do you have the same one or what? Oh, I don't care if it's a dude, guy, you name no. a dude or a guy. No, it's if it's a dude or a girl, like you name it. I'm I'm like I said, I'm in that chair. You don't care if it's clean a dude away. Or guy. Yeah, clean away. <laughs> I'm ready to go. A dude or guy just picked up. Which, oh, that's <laughs> funny. Oh, I don't know what that would be for me. Like, I mean, I think the obvious one that I do is like running, of course, but that's yeah. too easy. I've talked yeah. about that. Like, yeah, no, no, no. But too that's, much. That's, I that's sure. a given. Yeah, but that's, that's for sure. Like, like people are like, oh, would you rather like bike or run like 20 kilometers? I'd rather run. Bike, I'd rather bro. bike in a heartbeat, man. Absolutely. And everyone thinks I'm fucking insane. Yeah. But that's just like something I enjoy. And I I for sure take the most heat for that. Like yeah. just running. Because yeah, running just, sucks, dude. That's in like general. It's, it's actually pretty shitty because like it, running is good for you and you get shit on it for it. Well, dude, so. getting your teeth clean's good for you. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. Why are you getting are for, why are you getting shit on? You shouldn't be getting shit on for things that are good for you. Maybe let's fucking let's cancel getting shit on for things that are good for get you. Get shit on. Well, get shit on. Okay, well, what's Vinny's though? Yeah, Vinny, we need yours. Dude, um there's one thing I got in a, in a little bit of a minor argument with Betty over was uh when you when you brush your teeth, do you wet the toothbrush, then put toothpaste, then wet it again? Or what's uh. your routine? I've had this. Yeah, it's definitely with... it's definitely wet your toothbrush. Yeah, put the wet toothpaste first. on, wet the toothpaste. Yeah, again. Hammer away. See, yes. I didn't know that was a thing. Cause I just I put the toothpaste on, then wet it. Dude. And then what? I started living with Tracy, yeah. got roasted about it. Yeah. She was like she was like, you don't do that. And I was like, that's a thing. Like, I didn't know. Yeah. Like, I have these, all these small things, like, uh, me and Betty will get into. Like, so, another thing, when you go to the grocery store, 
Betty has to get something from like the very back. Like if it's on a shelf. Like, like yeah, the it's item. Oh, because yeah. it's it's FIFO, man. First yeah. in, first out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, oh, I like, get that she, shit. I work like if I, I'll, for the most part, I'll do it. But like if I don't do it every time, she gets on my ass. I'm like, she's like, it irks me. I'm like, it's fucking boot spray for my rank ass boots. <laughs> yeah, like, like I don't care if matter. it's the best one. I'm gonna use like, it in a week. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like I, I understand like, that being an issue, but like. <laughs> If it's food or something, sure. Yeah, okay. I yeah, can see that. But, you know, let's I mean, grab it the... depends which, like, if it's, like, fresh food or, like, meat. Yeah, I, was, that. I don't know what it is, but I, I, I just thought of milk. Yeah, that's the, that's the go-to for that. If, yeah. like, if you're okay. going to get something fresh. Eggs. Do you always open it up to check for food, cracks I or never, do you gamble? Never. Gamble. Gamble, baby. You always gamble. Dude, I've actually never met someone even, who gambles. Here's even me doubling down. I'm sitting on a ten. Dealer's got a fucking ten. You can double down on this. If I'm going clothes shopping, I won't even try it on. <laughs> no joke. Well, I'll like, just fucking pick it up. If I depends, think I like though. it, I'll fucking get it. Even if it's not like a certain brand, because like if it's no. a certain brand I've bought before and I know the the fit, I'll, I'll do no. that. No, like just anything. I look, if I look at it, I like it. I just get it, and I'll pay the consequences later down the road. Girlfriend hates me for it. Where you're like, this is way too. Big. Oh yeah, I brutal. Up. Yeah, then you just Man. take it back. But that's why you know. Then it's an extra trip. But yeah, no, I I don't mind uh, doubling down on that. I uh, do not. Try on anything before I buy it. Marty, you got something on your mind, I can tell you. I just like <laughs> debating if I should expose myself or Do not. It, expose. This is the time. Well, yeah. I mean, not it's like a little off. Well, we were talking about eggs. I was gonna say, boys, like, I don't even like eggs. I don't what eat eggs. Fuck. Isn't that fucked? Is it because like you, you got you, eggs you, in them? Like you choose not to, or you just no, never I have like them? I have I have tried them. And I do not like them. I don't like the smell of them. I don't like the taste of them. The only time I think I'll ever have eggs in my body is if it's in like um, fried rice when you're at like a, like a Manchu walk or wherever the hell it, you're getting like really? food. That's the only time. And it's like, I don't eat eggs. So is this why you've been avoiding Denny's in your pancake challenge? Because you don't like the smell of eggs? You don't want to go to a fucking breakfast place? not really. Dude, I would hammer six to eight scrambled eggs on the live pod if I needed to. No. and Do you prefer scrambled? It depends on how or depends on what I'm eating with it. Like if I'm making a sandwich. I think if I were to eat But like scrambled usually. That's the only way I think I could probably eat them i I just think they're disgusting dude and and tracy eats them every day exactly okay here's another one you guys do you guys eat breakfast every day i don't no i don't nope i no no yeah i work from home dude and i could eat breakfast every day and i well that's actually that's actually a good question because they say that breakfast is your most important meal but i don't know i think the most important meal for me is probably the large double double and uh the cigarette in the morning okay so so do you always buy tim's or do you ever make coffee yes this is why i don't own a house is because i Mm. i buy my coffee um every day 
Well, yeah, usually. Like I've got a Tim's rewards or whatever. And yeah, I yeah, mean there it's you go. Like, We've got rewards. It's like two bucks. But I mean, that's why I don't have a house, is because you know, I'm buying coffees. So and I don't even like coffee either. Get out. What? I don't drink coffee. <laughs> Do you drink tea? I'll drink tea. Yeah. I'll dabble in tea. You Do you drink D? D. He's nuts. <laughs> Got him. Got, Got him. Got him. Got him. Oh, geez, that, that sounded like the actual guy. Yeah, I've, uh, maybe maybe you practice. Bad, yeah. You practice. Yeah. Well, you know, I guess we got a pod here. So I welcome back. <clears throat> it's been a minute. Welcome back to another episode of Rolling the Dice. Wow, boys, I, we just got so caught up there it's been a minute i miss y'all it uh it feels good to be back uh took a little hiatus had some things come up in our uh, personal lives that uh pushed back some wanting to do of the podcast but i think it was a good little break for us you know it gives us time to separate from our football talk and maybe start talking about some other sports and other things going on in the world yeah well i mean my personal stuff was just me blowing up at golf league, sim night, whatever the hell it's called. So um, I'm not, you know what, not, not dealing with too much other, other than that, but it was good to get a break. And uh, I needed a break after Joey B and the Bengals lost the Super Bowl. We didn't even get to talk about the Super Bowl, but that was a month ago. And I think I'm over it now. And uh, ah, I'm looking forward to another to another episode here but i mean we got to introduce the boys really quick i'm gonna switch it up we're gonna start with producer Vinny. Vinny, how are you doing buddy so dude i'm good i'm gucci um i'm just good to be back boys it, it was a nice break nice little uh break from the podcast world and talking sports and you know sometimes you gotta take a little uh break have a kick cat recharge the batteries and here we are, rejuvenated, ready to rock and roll. Are Kit Kats the commercial where it's like, you're not you when you're hungry? Or is that? No, I think that's Snickers. Snickers. That's Snickers. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You're Man. not you. You're not you when you're. I love those commercials. Those are actually like, there's like the one with Betty White. <clears throat> I think she's playing football or something, I want to say. That was a good one. I just love yeah. when commercials are like, they paint this story and then it's for like a Lexus and you're like, Oh, I get it, man. I can't <laughs> even tell you the last time I watched a commercial. True. Cause I just stream everything stream. now. Yeah. I mean, radio killed the, vi- sorry, video killed the radio star. So it's kind of the same radio thing. Killed Netflix, the podcast. Netflix and like all the streaming services have killed commercials. I I'm not complaining about that. I wouldn't say completely. Like there's still commercials on like Sportsnet and like DAZN and shit like that if you're watching. Well, yeah, I guess they have the yeah. advertisements during the game. Like for sports for sure. There's still advertisements. Yeah, but like that's what I mean. Not too many not people like, not too many people watch live television anymore. I can't remember the last time I like sat down and was like I got to watch this at nine, you know, like this I feel like our parents' watched. generation still watch live TV though. Like my parents still oh, have the cable. My TV parents hundred percent like, still watch ca- yeah. like cable. They, or... Dude, they, they t- not, well, they record, they Tebow that shit. Like my yeah. parents, they have 
the voice is on Crave, which I I give them access to, and they watch Crave, but they still TiVo the fucking the voice. <laughs> Gotta I think get it's live, baby. That's the thing, I guess. I know my dad is kind of past that. He's he's into the the streaming and stuff, but I think I think mom likes her likes her TV shows on cable. So I think they're they're never gonna they're never gonna move past that. But um, I I was gonna try to transition this to introduce peas, and I I simply don't know how to do it. So peas, gotta move past it. We're just gonna move past it, and we're gonna say welcome back, peas. How are you doing, dude? How's life? Well, we're alive and well. We are uh, officially on the road here for work coming up. So uh, if anyone wants to say bye to me, uh, let me know. But uh, yeah, other than that, nothing new in my life going on. Uh, I wanted to hit back on uh, Vinny's thing. You know, it's kind of nice to, you know, refresh, recharge, recycle type thing. But uh, I think it was good for all of us. You know, we all talked about our girlfriends at the start humble brag about that but yeah no nice to spend uh some time with the ladies in our lives and uh yeah just happy yeah. to be back boys shout very, out girlfriends dude shout very out rarely do you see three dudes where all three of them have a girlfriend usually there's one degenerate out of the group minimum well that's so. what i mean is i am the degenerate and you i still manage to yeah. still manage to you know have this one so well you tricked her you said you had a podcast gotcha. Gotcha. That's all it was. Yeah, yeah I, have I have a podcast. I didn't tell her how much I made or any of the lies. Yeah. Fake it till you make it, boys. And here we are. That's a, you know what? Great video on that on YouTube. Would recommend it. Or, you you know, just listen to Pete. Pizio, you should do lifestyle YouTube videos. And just like, I bet you could get a following. I could see it. Dude, Dude. just vlog like a day in the life of Pete. <laughs> Just like, dude, you know, uh, remember MTV's Life of Ryan? It could be Life of Peas. Life of Peas. Dude, that I love this week's that episode show, dude. of Life with Peas. I can dart outside at minus 30. It's just a montage of different outfits. Peas are smoking outside. Smoking in the outside, morning. smoking in my truck, having a coffee. <laughs> Oh God! I, I would pay. Song. I'll make the theme song for you, bro. No, <clears throat> we can put we'll, it on. We'll cable. keep in chats. My, we'll put my it on people, cable. Yeah, my yeah, and I need everyone to watch it live at 9 p.m. on a Friday. So, but I want you to take the exact outline of Life with Ryan. Okay, from I'll have my people contact your people. Is it but, Life with Ryan? I don't know. It is. Yeah, it's Life with Ryan, and it was a great show. Yeah. I wanted Shout to be a. Shepard. I wanted to be a, a skater boy. Because Avril Levine, or is it Avril, Avril? or Avril? Avril? Dude, Marty, you are so bad with names. It actually hurts. <laughs> Avril it's Levine. Avril. Come on, baby. Avril Levine. In another group chat, it was brought up. Some dude asked, is it play it by year or play it by ear? Play it by was, ear. Yeah, play it by ear. I was like, how could you even think? I thought I was being tested. For no, sec. dude. I'm, I'm wondering if Peaser... Have you, you're not answering yet. Do you think uh, it play it yeah, by... it's, it's bone apple teeth, baby? Which way? Do you, which way is it? Okay. Right? It's bone apple teeth. That's incorrect. And you know it. You know it's incorrect, right? No, I, I do know what you mean. I like play it by year and play it by ear. Like play it by it's like 
doesn't even, even play it with yeah. a year does not make sense bro it was a group chat of 12 people in a fantasy league and three oh, people man. liked that comment oh, that was wow. like yeah dude i i always said it was year play it by year i'm like what the no, fuck does that no, even no. mean i'm gonna text That's in my this. group chat right now and i'll report back later because i actually want to see what people think those are two opposite ends of the spectrum <laughs> Like play it by year. That's the slowest. That's like right now. We're gonna play it by year. That's like right now. Play it by year. I'll get back to you in a while. Yeah, we'll see how the year goes. That's what's implying to me. That's why I was absolutely blown away when it was brought up. I was like, God damn. I sent that in the group chat, so I'm gonna see what people say. And if I get roasted, then we'll know that it's play it by year. So Marty, um, we haven't even asked though. How are you doing, my man? Marty, I'm good. I'm good. I bought a new driver. I'm Ooh. feeling the golf addiction, even though it's still winter. Slowly creeping back. Over your baby. hat, dude. I know. Titleist hat. Titlist. Titlist. Uh, no, nothing. Nothing too new. Oh, you know what? Actually, I'm going to Edmonton again. Round two. He's Ooh. going to Edmonton. Maybe I'll. Marty for 50. Well, except it's 100%. Marty time. for 100. Marty for 100, baby. Yeah. I hope uh, you get it. I hope so, 100. too. Last time I went to a Capitals game was, I actually even can't even remember. It might have been the Stanley Cup Finals. That might be how long it's been. Okay. I have a confession. Yeah. Never have I ever been to an NHL game, an NBA game, or an NFL game. Or no, I have been to MLB games. Never mind. Have you been to a lacrosse game? An, an LL? I've never, I've never watched the Rush. No. But no? have you seen the Saskatchewan Rough Rush. Riders? Yes, of course I've watched oh, the okay. Riders. I'm I didn't even know. Shocked that you I, haven't been to any of those, right? I'm shocked things. you haven't been to a Rush game, dude. No. no. And the Rush games are fun. Love it, dude. I've yeah, multiple. It's been a long time. Uh, so they're fun. Yeah, I have definitely. I think I've been to all the major North American sports now. I've done I was I went to Yankee Stadium for a few oh, games. That would have been fucking dope. They played the Red Sox too on a Friday night. Holy Marty. It was yeah. You probably paid pretty a pretty wild. penny for that ticket. Hey? No, dude, that's the thing. Baseball tickets are so cheap, man. Yeah. I actually think baseball live is probably one of the better experiences because you can pay time. 15 it's like 15 bucks american it doesn't fucking matter where you where you like sit no exactly watch i think that's the best part about it is yeah you can be anywhere in the fucking stadium and you're still getting the same experience but you know what sucks do you not actually have seats well i mean you do have seats but it really doesn't like i mean i went when i was a little younger so i don't i don't remember that part if you had assigned seats or it was just kind of free for all yeah no 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 you do have assigned seats but like i was saying it's it's it it doesn't really matter where you're sitting sit any like you can just sit any i was just saying like enjoy the game from any spot like it's not like you're sitting nosebleeds like in an nfl stadium and you can't tell what's going on and what i like about baseball is it's like it's slow paced, right? So if you want to go grab food or a beer at any yeah. time, like yeah, exactly. You, you might not miss. You, yeah. Like, hopefully I mean, you, you might miss a run, but there's fucking TVs everywhere, bro. Yeah. So not like mark my words, though. I am going to a Toronto well, Blue Jays playoff game this year. Are you sure? If 
they decide that they're going to play this season. Man, like I haven't been following the MLB lockout that much, but like, what is going on, Peaser? I like you're you're the baseball guy here, which is kind of sad. Well, you said you've been to a baseball game. So oh yeah, like, baseball game. I can't lots, have yeah. you on that, but like, what like what's going on? Like, I know they so they I think initially uh, officially announced that they're going to mess the first two weeks, like first two series of the regular season are yeah. canceled. So right? uh, they canceled all their opening or sorry, not all their opening day, all the spring training games, shut them down. Um, that's, that's not going to happen. And, you know, spring training is kind of where they get their, you know, feet wet. You got some guys competing for spots and whatnot. So it's kind of disappointing. You don't get to see that, but it went a little bit further the other day. Uh, the commish Rob Manfred, who I think is a complete jackass, but he basically said, well, the owners and uh, the association aren't going to back down from this. The players will not get what they want. And we are actually going to get rid of the first two weeks of uh, MLB baseball, which is super, super sad because I, I do know that the players and the player association and what they're asking for, I mean, it's not so far out of the ballpark, so to say, you know, they just want to cut down on some um, arbitration rules, some service time, you know, like they want the younger players to be getting paid in their prime rather than down the road type thing. So like a good example, you know, Obashed, he stays in the minors for a couple extra games or whatever, and then they call him up. He ends up getting an extra year of service time for the Blue Jays. Now, that being said, totally legal. That's that's what they're allowed to do. But is it, you know, is that is that the kind of, I guess, relationship you want to create with your players? Probably not. But I mean, from a business standpoint, I totally get it. Um. But yeah, it's uh, super unfortunate that this is where the MLB is. And really, I don't think they're close as of right now. They've had lots and lots of meetings of, you know, where they want to go, where the players, uh, where the player association wants to be. And the owners really just aren't budging. And I mean, it's, it's shitty, like multi-million, sorry, multi-billion dollar production in baseball with how many games is going on. So yeah, super unfortunate. Man, I know this isn't necessarily just about the lockout, what I'm going to say here, but just in general, <laughs> like, and I'm peas, you can clap back at me if you want, but like, I feel like baseball is such a dying sport right now in North America compared to like NBA, NFL. Like, I just think they're dinosaurs in terms of keeping up with the rest of the leagues like I, I don't know I just feel like the strike like I mean baseball is always going to be around don't get me wrong I'm not right. saying it's like dying like that but I just feel like baseball needs to change a lot of things in general and like do you think that starts with the owners and Manfred or like I mean the players association like they know that they have to start marketing themselves. And I think I they did take some good, that. they did take some good strides in the last, you know, three years starting to get those faces out. You know, now you're seeing Tatis Jr., Mike Trout, Bryce Harper, like you're seeing all these fucking stud moms being out there and being actually produced. So to be like the fucking heroes of the MLB, you know, like. Well, wasn't there something with like Tatis, like 
Tatis Jr. Is that who it is? Tatis, I, yeah. Tatis. Tatis. Sorry, guys, names. I know who Tatis. it is. Titus. <laughs> Tatis. Either way, like, he's, I think, someone who could be, like, great for the sport. And um, he wasn't there some dilemma with him or something where, like, he was showing off after he got a home run and so, yeah. like, the players got mad at him or something. Yeah, like, so it was like a 3-0 count and they were up by, I want to say, seven or eight runs. And technically, well, unwritten rules of baseball, which, I mean, that's also a dying breed. But, you know, three straight balls and then the pitcher Cox one down the middle and he ends up hitting it out of the park for a grand slam. And they're mad at him because he should have taken blah, blah, blah. Man, at the end of the day, MLB has gotten a lot softer. But like I said, they've made some strides in the last few years that they're trying to grow the game and grow the game. Like, look at how much money is being thrown around in the MLB. Like, you're seeing fucking $300 million contracts basically being given out to to everyone over however many years. But, you know, those guys have definitely earned it. Like some of these guys that play in the minors for five, six, seven years type thing, you know, that's, that's hard on your mental health. You're like minor leaguers are treated basically like uh, minorities, man. Like they are very, very low on the pay grade of the MLB itself. You know, they struggle uh, with living and, you know, getting to the games, like the difference between the minors and the majors is so, so, so big that like, that's another thing that they're kind of fighting for. Right. So, yeah. uh, but like, yeah, it's uh, super shitty to see because I really do enjoy watching baseball, betting on baseball. And uh, I mean, watching the Jays, that's a, that's a team full of superstars at this point. So you know, they're kind of missing out, especially with like the shortened season of the COVID. Like their last year went down all the way to the last game of the season, you know? So that makes it exciting. If the Jays can make it into the playoffs, then we're rocking and rolling. I know. I, I don't know if you guys were watching back when, you know, Jose Bautista and all those guys kind of went on their run. But I mean, that had all of Canada fucking buzzing about baseball. And I mean, that's good for the sport. But yeah, like I said, I think uh, there's some changes that need to happen and it's super shitty that we've got some greedy owners that are basically holding all the cards at this point. So I hope it does change soon because, yeah, we need some baseball in our lives. The boys of summer are coming. Man, I usually with lockouts, I'm very much on neither the players or the owner side because at the end of the day, like these people are getting a lot of money to play, but I think in the MLB's case and specifically the players association, like it, it makes sense, man, like that they're fighting, like at the same time, like you should fight for your better pay and better, like at the end of the day, like to have a better experience and right. like, and I, the I idea it's... of helping the minor league players specifically and... is I think really good. Yeah, and that's, I think, the big thing because you are seeing these huge contracts coming out to these superstars. But think about the mid to below tier guys. You know, these are the guys that they're fighting for. You know, Mike Trout isn't worried about not getting paid. The guy's the best player in baseball. He's getting paid, I think, $450 million over the next few years. He's not worried, you know, but it's it's the guy in left field 
you know, who, who isn't as successful as Mike Trout. Now, should he be getting paid 350 million less or what have you? Probably not. But at the end of the day, that's the difference. So it's not the top end guys. It's the, it's the lower end bunch. And I, I do kind of like that the players are kind of striving in all four, you know, the same boat type thing, you know, that it should be more equal, I guess, throughout. And I mean, like the whole service time where these guys have to go through arbitration, everything else. I mean, there's a ton of different rules with it, but you know, if you can eliminate those and maybe start to get these guys paid a little bit and, it, it comes down to baseball not having a salary cap either. There's a ton of things that need to be fixed in baseball, but the game itself probably doesn't. No, I would agree with that. I think, I mean, I agree with you, P's, that I like hope they figure it out. Like, I'm not a huge baseball guy, but I do like catching the Blue Jays. I do watch a couple of games every now and then, of course, and especially come September, like I, I get deep into it and like I was really looking forward to watching this Jays team this year too. They showed so much potential last year. So I hope, I hope something gets figured out. Um, not sure if that's going to be anytime soon, but we'll keep our fingers crossed anyways. So like, it's not like the Mike Trout's and the guys who are getting paid like 400 million, no. you know, it's definitely well, the guys the, that- the nail on the head when you said the marketing. That's the biggest yeah. problem with MLB is they don't market it like the NBA does. Like right. they don't understand that. Like when people cling on to the individual guys, right. it makes you you want to watch the game more. You're like, I want to see this team. I want to see Right. And, and I think that's a perfect <clears throat> way of putting it, especially with the Jays, because the Jays are the only Canadian team. Right. So now you've got you got Vlad, you've got Bo. I mean, you had Simeon, but you have these guys who now have basically all of Canada on their fucking dicks, you know? So like that in its own is marketing, but yeah. Oh, then you I got guys like Otani, who like I feel like should be Weapon. the face of the fr- like the league, and I yeah, like I feel like he doesn't get promoted be- that well, much. He is because... on the cover. He is on the cover of MLB. I, say, that is, game, I knew I that. So I he is starting to get enough. noticed a bit, but. but still, like he's like amazing if he was american i bet they would be Dude, all it would over be, it. It would, it's, yeah, it'd be it's actually stupid peaser i don't know if you know or not but isn't there a weird thing with the mlb and like they can't release the clips so like that's why it doesn't go on like different accounts on instagram and shit like that you don't see highlights because the mlb only releases clips to their like own right to the mlb accounts or right to the MLB. So, like, like you can't so, yeah, it's all like copyright the... like you can't mm-hmm. Yeah, so something like that. Yeah, whereas so everywhere else, you can't even like promote your PGA has the same problem, dude. Yeah, really? It's literally the exact same idea, except I feel like P- golfers are getting a little more. Exposure, they're trying though. to put their they because they push that new incentive. It's like, um, uh, what the hell is it called? It's like the it's called a PIP or something. It's like player incentive program, I think, where mm-hmm. they're like if like a player gets X amount to clicks or whatever, like the, for promoting the game of golf, basically they get additional like winning. So I know this year, tiger tiger won it this year and he didn't, he played like one round. Dude, he made like, year. he made $0 playing golf, but in the, in that uh, pip Incentive. thing or whatever. Yeah. yeah. He was, he like, made 8 million. Yeah. He, got and he only played million. one round. Yeah, and it was the it was the round with his kid. 
Mm-hmm. It's fucked up. But moving on, um, I think we got to talk a little bit of NHL. I mean, we have kind of the playoff race coming in. Some teams are starting to make a push. Some teams are starting to fall. And more importantly, NHL trade deadline is March 9th, I believe, on Wednesday next week. So we're recording as of Friday, March 4th. So interesting times for the NHL right now. So I think we got to dive into some potential trades, what the what the playoff race is looking like and how it could potentially impact the league as well, too, moving forward in the next uh, kind of last quarter of the season. So, Papa, I got to ask, who do you think are going to be the biggest buyers at the NHL trade deadline? Maybe who do you think are going to be some of the biggest sellers? I don't know. You pick one and maybe I'll pick the other. Well, <clears throat> it's funny that you say that because I think I've got three of each. Three buyers, three sellers. I'm not that prepared. I came Papa to the table. Papa coming to the, ga- the game prepared. Yeah, I came to the table and brought some shit. <clears throat> um, I think one of the biggest sellers this year, and they've already started to make moves, and that's going to be the Montreal Canadiens. I don't know what left they have, but I do know they have some big tickets in there. And if they can find a way to get rid of Carey Price for an absolute bag... Don't be surprised if they make the deal. I kind of like where they're at. They've been rolling a little bit with um, Mr. Marty St. Louis as their head coach, but they're too far back to make anything happen this year. And I think the window is getting very thin with uh, what they can do. Uh, Another seller this year is going to be the Philadelphia Flyers. Um, We're going to talk about one of their big ticket items being Claude Giroux here very, very soon. I think he will be the... uh, highest ticket price of the deadline and i'm hoping philadelphia can get the bag and then my third and final one will be the seattle kraken um as stated before in the previous podcasts uh i don't think that the kraken are as well off as uh the vegas global knights were after their uh draft but i think it was kind of set up like that so i do think the kraken will be moving some pieces around and getting set up for a good future here. So those are my three sellers. Marty, do you got anything else that's kind of jumping off to you? In terms of sellers, I think you've kind of touched on the biggest ones, I would say. I mean, I'm a couple of teams that I'm wondering about are like a team like the San Jose Sharks. Like We were talking about them a few weeks back on the pod, and they were in a playoff spot at when we were chatting about this last time but now if i'm not mistaken they've moved out of that playoff spot um and they're not a young team by any means so i could see them like yeah they've jumped all the way down to seventh in the wild card spot i'm just looking here now like i i could see them definitely being a seller because there, there are a lot of older guys on that team. So I think that could be a potential surprise team who starts selling. Um, I don't know. Like, what about the Blackhawks? Like, Pease, that's your team. Like, do you see them selling Flurry? Like, I think he's another big ticket item. Like, I think there's going to be a team who wants a goalie. So, yeah, um, I think it's important that you brought up the Chicago Blackhawks here because 
I do think that they could have the opportunity here to be the biggest sellers. <clears throat> I just don't know if they pull the trigger on some of the moves they should be making. Obviously, the Chicago Blackhawks are starting a rebuild here. They've got some pieces in line and they've got some pieces of the old puzzle. Those tend not to go hand in hand. So if they do end up blowing it up, don't be surprised if it blows up all at once. You know, Kane, Taves, um, Marc-Andre Fleury. Like, there's a there's a lot of pieces that can be moved there. I mean, Seth Jones, I can't see moving. Just doing the, dealing with the fact that he signed a huge contract at the start of the year. But I mean, for the right price, don't be don't be surprised if there's some big time moves, right? Um, but yeah, that's kind of all I've got for sellers. I, yeah. I want to talk about uh, buyers more so now that we're into the buying selling side of it, because I think there's going to be more buyers than sellers this year. So who do you think, like, I, I have an idea for teams who I think are going to be buyers, but I'm just, I mean, I think a big part of the teams that are going to be buying is cap space. So it's, who do you think is going to be buying then? Well, I think, uh, I think there's going to be a few teams and I do think there's at least one team kind of looking in right now. That's going to make a deal. I don't know how big that deal is going to be. But I do think the Winnipeg Jets end up making a deal. Mm. The Jets, the Jets are six points out of a playoff spot right now, and I mean that division is pretty jam packed with pretty average teams. So if they want to uh, separate themselves, I mean they're going to have to make a move. Um, whether it's a D man, an extra forward at the at the deadline type thing, but they've got to make a move if they want to. Uh, I think get in another buyer and I don't think they're going to be as heavy as everyone thinks, but it's going to be the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, the Oilers, they, they need some defense. They need a goalie. They, they have a lot of pieces of the puzzle that are missing. So I don't they have a cap can, problem though. I know don't, I don't, so and that's, like, that's what I was going to say. I don't know if they can fix it all at the trade deadline, but I mean, something's got to give with that team because you can't have the likes of Leon Dreisaitl and Connor McDavid putting up heart trophy numbers and not making the playoffs. Yeah, I do agree. I think they have to probably make a move. Um, I just don't know how they're going to pull that off. I just, with the cap space that they have, but uh, you know who I can actually see being a buyer? Uh, Boston Bruins. I think they're going to be a big time buyer. Uh, I don't know. I can't remember how much cap space that they have. I think they have a bit, but I've been reading a few things over the last couple of days here. They're saying a uh, hurdle from the sharks might be an option, which is kind of partly why I said San Jose could be a seller. Um, but yeah, I think Boston's going to be a pretty active team because I think they're still, they're one of those teams. They're in a wild card. Like the East is good this year. Dude, Everybody the in the is, East is the really East is good. Literally full of monstrous teams. Like there's not one team in there that I would want to be playing in the first round of the playoffs. Like right now, the matchups would be Florida versus Toronto in the first round of playoffs. Like that is that's that's lethal. nasty. Like that's scary, man. Nobody wants to run into Florida. Nobody wants to run into Tampa Bay. 
Carolina hit and miss like every single team in the playoffs there. That's uh that's a dandy of a matchup. So yeah, if you want to compete in the East, you got to make some moves and make something happen. And I think Boston's kind of the last team on the outside looking in maybe them in Washington, but yeah, if Boston was to play Tampa Bay today, do they have the weapons to win? That's hard to say. I just think the East is a bloodbath either way. Uh, you know who does have a lot of cap space that's in the East, though? The New York Rangers. So they, I, like, they might be able to go get a guy like a Giroux. Like, they actually have the cap space to do it. Or, hear me out, the Rangers make a deal for Patrick Kane. <laughs> What's You just want the Rangers <clears throat> prospects really bad on... Chicago I think, there. yeah, that would be something special. But, I mean, the, the the Panarin and Kane combo back at it again. I mean, that was something special to watch. And I think, especially being an American-born player in Patrick Kane, that's, that's a great team to go to, if you ask me. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I think the Rangers are in the best spot to make big boy moves, though, for sure. Like... They they have the cap space. They're able to do it. Every other team, like, really doesn't have that type of cap space that's in the playoffs, at least, anyways. So, um, like, Colorado, great team. They don't have a ton of cap. Tampa literally has no cap. Mm-hmm. Minnesota has a little bit of cap, but I don't know if they're going to be making any aggressive moves or not, but... I mean, they could do it too, right? Like they're they're still in the playoff spot too. So I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how everything kind of like. There's a lot of teams at the end of the day that are kind of, especially in the West, that need to decide: are they buying or are they selling? Because there's a, like a a bunch of them right at that wild card spot or just outside of it, and I. I really don't know what those teams are going to do. Like Vancouver, like they could get rid of JT Miller, for example. He's an awesome player. He'd fit in great on a lot of different teams. Uh, Anaheim, they won't make any moves because they're just a young team. Um, and then you got teams like Nashville, who like right now they hold the wild card spot as we're chatting today, but they could easily drop out too. So I think there's going to be a lot of teams who have to make decisions on what they're on if they're kind of if they're all in or if they're gonna wait until next year kind of thing. I think there's a lot of teams like that. So, so I was interested when you said the Jets in particular because they um, they're kind of on that outside looking in, as you That's, said. I, I wanted to pick a team that was kind of on the outskirts right now, looking in. Um, I mean, Arizona is going to be a seller. They're always a seller. They've got weapons. They've got that Chicharin, um, Phil Kessel. But they've got they've got some options that can be moved. Um, Phil Kessel will be moved at the trade deadline. I don't care what happens. That guy is a trade deadline specialist. Always the shipping cheeseburger, be, Phil. Yeah, he always seems to be jumped here and there and everywhere. So. Yeah, don't be surprised when Phil Kessel's name gets announced at the trade deadline. Where do you think he would even go? He's kind of like a knockoff. And I mean, like, for sale, 50% off knockoff Patrick Kane. So don't be surprised if the Rangers make a, make a call so, to the Arizona there. It's like Patrick Kane 
in his 40s, 50s. Yeah, except like if he was in his Mid-life 40s, crisis. like the entire career kind of thing. Yeah. Just <laughs> Phil Kessel is actually a good hockey player. He is a good hockey player, right? Everybody but he's definitely past his, past his prime. But I don't know. He was awesome in Pittsburgh. He was a big reason why they won their two cups when they picked him up. So, but um, there's, yeah, it's going to be really interesting come come the trade deadline. Uh, I really don't know what to expect because there's so many good teams, especially in the East. Like, well, what about your Washington Capitals? Did uh, they, make a move? they, if you asked me three weeks ago, I would have said yes, do it. But they've been so bad in the month of February that I, I kind of don't want them to do anything. I don't want them to sell their future for a non-existent cup run that's going to happen. Like the Caps are probably going to finish eighth in the East. Like I just can't see them passing the Rangers, the Penguins, or the Hurricanes. They're probably going to have to play Carolina or Tampa round one. I mean, they've kind of got Carolina's number this year, though. They did beat them the last game, but I mean, Washington hasn't won a series in three seasons. So if they're going to buy, like the only player I think I would want them to go for is Flurry, just because I really hate the goaltending situation right now. But Vitek Vanacek is fine. Samsonov has been brutal. Like he's just a roller coaster of emotions. I can't even I can't even watch the games when he's in that anymore. But I I really hope that they go for like uh like a flurry. And you know, you know who I think would actually be a really good fit, and I think he'd be a really good fit on any team, to be honest, is JT Miller. But the Caps don't have a ton of cap space, so they would have to make some sort of some sort of move. But I think they need a goalie, and I think they need to get somebody like a JT Miller because they're so weak on their depth right now. So that's kind of what I think. But I don't want them to make a move. I don't want them to ship prospects for next to nothing, basically. So, but... Uh, that's just me. I don't know if other Caps fans feel about that, but they've been kind of a dumpster fire lately. So, so I don't know. Why? What do you think they should do? I don't know. Like I said, that East is it's too, it's too full of too many good teams. So if you're not all in, there's no point in making it to the first or second round if you can't see yourself going further than that. You know, you, you kind of have to make that decision right now. Like well, said, I just holding the last holding the last playoff spot. It's it's uh it's tough. It's not that it isn't doable, but it like Tampa, you maybe have to go through Carolina, you have to go through Florida, maybe Toronto, maybe Pitt. Like I think Pittsburgh's the best team in the East, honestly. They've been Ooh, so good about lately. A hot take. I honestly they do this shit every single season. I'm so sick of the Penguins, but I just know to not bet against them anymore. That's so weird that you have Pittsburgh as like one of the best teams. I don't even have them as a top. Five I think teams. come playoff time, I wouldn't be shocked if they are in the Eastern Conference Final. 
Really? That's a very interesting. I take. think in the Met, I think in the Metro, they're the best team in the Metro at least. So they won't have to play anybody in the Atlantic. Yeah, that's fair. You're a big believer in Cindy Crosby. Yeah. Dude, you're gonna tell me that Tampa Bay isn't as good as Florida isn't as good as Pittsburgh, Florida. Well, Toronto, no, I'm not I'm not Rangers. saying they're not as I'm not saying they're not as good. <clears throat> I just I think Pittsburgh come playoff time and Tampa come playoff time are just they don't like Florida and Toronto haven't won a series in <laughs> however long it's been. It's Toronto's year, bro. It is definitely not Toronto's year. And the Leafs have to go through, like you said, peas, like a Florida or a Tampa round one. Yeah. Like so, tough titties for Leafs fans because, like, coming in and, you know, even being where they're at, they're running into some fucking powerhouses. They're resilient, though, those Leafs fans. Yeah, they don't uh, do it. I genuinely couldn't do it. I think I would be, if I would cheered for them, like, if they're my team, I think I would have had to stop by now because I don't think I could emotionally handle it. Imagine being a Leafs fan. Just think about some of the losses that they've had. Well, I mean, in the playoffs alone, it's fucking, that's enough to make a grown man cry. Well, they lost to the Habs last year, which I think that was a breaking point for a lot of people. Yeah, Sacre Bleu, Les Habitants. The big one I think that always stands out to me is the, like, all those series against Boston, but there's that one, and this is when Kessel was on the Leafs, where they're up, th- like, what was it, 3-1 with eight minutes left or something in the game, in game seven, and they lost 4-3 in overtime. Yeah. Like, the only reason why I think I'm still a Caps fan is because they won the Cup and I had some sanity, but at least the Caps won a couple of playoff series, like like the Leafs. And they're all delusional. Have you ever just, like, gone on Twitter? Yeah, looking just, at like, Leafs fans, it's like in, it's nothing wrong with just, like, your normal Leafs fans. I'm talking the diehards that really don't know what's going on. You know? They're a rare breed, dude, these Leafs fans. Yeah. What do you hate more, Leafs fans or Habs fans? Like the like, I'm talking about the extremist specifically. <clears throat> I think not the the, the average Joe. Yeah, I think I, think I agree. I, yeah, because at least Montreal is kind of shitty right now, where you can throw that in their face. But then it's all the cups they won back in the '60s and '70s, which is irrelevant to me. But imagine thinking wins that are wins, bro. Against six teams, though. Dude, it's OG. It's history. Historic. OG Ananobi, maybe. That guy fucks chicks. Yeah, I mean. OG Ananobi. Dude, the Raps, though. The Raps have been sick lately. The Raps have been playing some good ball lately. Um, Other than the fact that they got blown out, or not blown out, but they lost to the Detroit Pistons again. Um, I saw a stat where it was like showing Dwayne Casey's record as the Pistons coach. So he's like, I think it was like four and zero against the Raptors. Yeah. Every other team, thirteen and thirty-seven or something like. Yeah, it might have even been worse. It's fucked up, dude. They just lost to the Magic. What the fuck is this? Yeah, they lost to the Magic last night too. The Magic sixteen and forty-eight. This is fucking embarrassing. Uh, Yeah. 
but they i mean they overall they've been playing good just yeah, they yeah have, last couple yeah. of games but yeah so i think what we want to do for this little segment here is i mean we haven't talked a lot of nba so we want to talk a little bit about the nba playoff race we, we just got through the trade deadline a couple of weeks ago um I don't even think we had a chance to talk about that Harden trade even because we've been on a little bit of a hiatus. But uh, yeah, we wanted to kind of talk NBA, talk a little bit about the playoff picture, um, as well as, you know, who we think are the legitimate teams to be looking out for come come playoff time in the NBA. So I, you know what, Vinny, we haven't heard much from you today. Like if you had to pick... I'm just, I hopefully, I don't know if you have anything prepared. I'm just throwing you on the spot here. But if you had three teams right now to be your top three in the NBA, who you think could go all the way, who do you think it's going to be? The Warriors. It's fair. Steph Curry is just on a fucking tear. Uh, the Bulls. And you, I got to low-key believe in the Raps, dude. Got to be a diehard fan. You always still got to believe. <clears throat> No Phoenix Suns in that list, hey? No, dude. No Suns in four this year. I'm a big no Suns. Suns no Heat. No, uh, no Grizzlies. No Bucks. I no. don't think the Grizzlies are there yet. I don't no. know, dude. <clears throat> dude, I've... John Morant. I've seen something going on, actually, with the Grizzlies, how they have. I want to say they have, like, five first-round picks. And if the Lakers don't make the playoffs this year, they would have six first round picks in the next two years. And like, that's pretty scary because the Grizzlies are, are kind of balling out. Dude, they're going to be unbelievable in like five yeah. years. Yeah. They're, I already think that they're kind of there to be yeah, completely I think honest. they took a huge leap of oh, faith this year. They're sick, but I mean, just imagine like what Peter's saying with oh like, yeah, picks, with the like, draft picks. Like just yeah. in five years, with the the state they're in now, just imagine that. Like with this development, like that's mm-hmm. gonna be nasty. Actually, I think you got to draft around your best player, and that's uh, Morant. If you could find some, uh, let's talk about Morant so for a minute, though. Like holy fuck, yeah, that guy's he's a specimen. He's fun to watch. I think he is the face. Of the new NBA type thing, you know, like it's like I young, don't understand why that that young baller status, you know, like it's so it's remember. And a, was, sorry, sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead, peace, and then I'll jump in. I was gonna Everybody say when go like that uh, that draft with uh, Zion and uh, Morant there, you know, everyone was on Zion's dick, and Morant kind of snuck under the radar, and I remember the. March Madness that uh, Morant had, he was balling out in March Madness. Yeah, I don't I think, think he was might... ranked too high before that. No, I think man. His, his March Madness like skyrocketed Literally. and yeah, then just man. fucking he, blew he hasn't from looked back. He hasn't looked back since. Um, but yeah, no fun to watch. We barely see Zion. So, yeah. I uh, that's exactly that... what I was going to bring up, Pease, when I was cutting you off there. Oh, yeah. Imagine like two years ago. Was it was it even that long ago? Probably two years, I'd two say. Or three like, now, but like everyone was all about Zion, and he hasn't even touched the NBA court in probably a season and a half now. Yeah, it's super unfortunate. It really is. There is so much hype around Zion, and he's just like he's not even relevant anymore. Yeah. You know, it's funny because RJ Barrett, and I know we're talking Canadians, but 
he's actually kind of starting to come out of his shell a little bit and kind of ball out. So it's funny that, uh, that they played on the same team and he's now starting to outshine Zion. Well, I mean, now, I feel like it's easy to shine in New York. When, when Zion, it's also <laughs> not, it's also not easy to shine when you don't fucking play at all either. Yeah, so. that's what I mean. But when he has played, he's a he's fucking nasty dude. He is no. a man amongst boys. He's a big dude. Oh, just on um, a separate note, like, do you guys ever just like when you wake up first thing in the morning and have, have a, a sip of water? Oh. oh. They're totally different. I was going to say dude. opposite ends of the spectrum here. Oh, like, not bad. at all on the same. I'm talking about just how water is going to hit different. Like, I just had a sip of water here and I'm like, I'm fired up now. Like, I can, I'm like ready to take on the world. PZO, fuck, you're just. PZO, when you wake up, is the first thing you do smoke a dart? No, I coffee, coffee first. Coffee and a dart, man. It's <laughs> Canadian <laughs> breakfast. Yeah. Oh, Canadian yeah. Canadian breakfast? Can I look I, this up? I might have to fact check. I am very not Canadian because I do not start my day like that. Because I don't even drink. Well, I don't even drink the, coffee, as as we said earlier on the pod here. So you also sit in the office though all day, so it's a little different us blue collar boys, you know. I mean, <laughs> this is what, <laughs> like that's that's my breakfast. on Reddit are, though on Reddit yeah, though. But like, this is my a dart and a Tim Hortons coffee. Straight hey. up, man. Dude, you can take on the world with that. With that combo right there. Fucking Reddit, dude. Yeah. Um, But yeah, going back to uh, kind of the NBA talk, I do think there is a lot of good teams and it's going to make for... Uh, um, It is going to make for some good uh, playoff games. I mean, like some of the teams that were kind of missing from Vinny's uh, list there, you know? You got the 76ers who have been kind of balling out. You got Milwaukee. You've got the Jazz. You got Miami. I mean, you can never count out Kevin Durant and Brooklyn, even though they've been so fucking bad lately. And then you've got uh, the Phoenix Suns up there as well. So I think this is the closest it's been in the last few years of not having a team that's so run away with the league type thing. You know, for the last few years, it's just been LeBron versus whoever wants to get in his way. And as of right now, I mean, LeBron is kind of playing in the playing game and anything can happen there. So uh, that Lakers team, it's, that's a tough watch. That's a tough watch, man. I think the Lakers are dog shit. I yep. like it. Yep. I, I, they're so preach, bad. Preach, preach, dude. Like I, I, okay. You know what? I, I love LeBron. Okay. He's one of my favorite basketball players. Probably because when he entered the league, that's kind of that age group where we start watching sports and whatnot. Like, love LeBron. That team is a dumpster. That's a real dumpster fire of the team. I was saying the Caps were, but... They're trying to scramble every little scrap they can to make one another push. West Brick (laughs) is awful. Oh, I and I don't even hate him like or anything like he's like he's is another player that I kind of liked watching growing up, but he has not fit in on that team. I can't believe the Lakers didn't make a move at the deadline. Yeah, like, how are they supposed to make a move though, man? They have yeah. no cap. They're paying everyone sky high amounts of money. Yes, but I don't know. The NBA they find ways to make trades. I just 
they didn't even attempt anything. It sounded like though somebody would take Russell Westbrook's contract. No. They said like, what do you mean? No, the Wizards shipped him. Houston shipped him pretty easy. The Thunder shipped him pretty easy. Now that's a little bit different because he was like, he was, he was on the Thunder. But yeah. the Wizards and Houston, like he was not playing great on either of those teams, and they still were able to trade him. You're telling me the Lakers couldn't trade Westbrook if they wanted to? I think I think the NBA, you can get rid of any player at any time. That's yeah, what I, I mean, think. Like there I, have I, been I, examples of like nobody's safe, bro. Like this is a business. Like they don't they're cutthroat, man. They don't care. And they don't even give you notice. Like you have some of these stories where players are like, I found out after through, <laughs> or like through in watch. an interview, bro. Some of through those watch. Yeah. Uh, just have watches, uh, like tweet alerts on your, on your, your phone there. Just so you know, ah, shit. I've been traded. Yeah. Okay. I got a question for you boys. So as Raptors fans, where they're at right now, I think they're in the playoff or in the play in game. Yeah. They're in seventh. Okay. So, so if the season was to end, how would you guys want the Raptors? to go to the finals. Vinny, I think I'm going to start with you because right now, if they were to play in and get in, they'd be starting with Philadelphia. I got no problems with that, dude. Really? Yeah. I think Philadelphia is clear cut. One of the best teams in that division, because I mean, the Harden trade makes them super relevant. And then you've got your MVP candidate and Joel Embiid. I would not want to play the Sixers. I do not want to play the Sixers at all for anything. I think I'd rather the only other team I would maybe rather not play in the East is the Bucks. I'd be but more I, worried about the Bucks than the Sixers, bro. I would I would be too. But like, those so are the you'd two rather, teams. You'd rather play Miami. Yep. Yep. I love you'd that rather, feud. I would love so to see you, Kyle Lowry and Raps go at it, bro. So you'd rather see us go through Miami and Chicago or Boston type thing. Yep. I think if we can if we can find a way to play Cleveland, I think that's good for us, but I I just can't see that happening. But that would be know. the best that would be the best case Ontario. I think best case Ontario is the Raps finish probably 5th and then they can play Chicago, which I I just don't. Um, I, I don't the, see happening. Like I think I, I the don't. way I think the way that the Toronto Raptors do end up getting further into the playoffs, and it's playing guys that don't necessarily have a big man down in the paint. I think that's big because Toronto really struggles out rebounding and out playing teams in the paint. So you don't want to run into, you know, Joel Embiid or um Giannis or even Bam in Miami there. But everyone else I think is free game. I think they, they can make a push throughout. But they just don't have that dominant big man down low in the paint that they can rely on and trust. So no, I, I don't I don't uh, disagree with you there, Pease, but like what I always preach about the raps is A Nick Nurse, B the depth man. The depth of this raps team is different and 
I'm a big like I'm a diehard Ravs fan, so I'll die on that on that take right there. That like they're always gonna be deep. Like I just trust the process, even though if you're facing Joel Embiid. Yeah, I just the depth, bro. The NBA is such a superstar type league, still though, and I just like. I mean, Raptors think about the that. one. Think they about do. the they one year. They got multiple, bro. They got Siakam going off. They Siakam got fucking is not Gary Trent. Think about the one time you don't the Raptors think Siakam? won. Siakam no. is a really good second like, or third option. Second, I would say second option. Like look at like a Golden State. Like you've got Curry. You've got Clay. Like. Those two like Andrew Wiggins are... is playing good this year. Like, yeah, which is like why would... that was my clear cut option when you had asked. Yeah, but and then you look at like like that's why I don't think a team like Chicago is going to do as well in playoffs because like they have a lot. They're kind of like the Raps. They got a lot yeah. of really good players, but no sort of the same thing with the Heat. Like I'm not. Totally but they can make the it. Like they've, we, they've shown they, they can, these teams have shown they can do that shit. And I think the Heat. That's why I'm a big one of the most dangerous lineups in that division. They've got every piece of the puzzle that they need, and I mean Kyle Lowry. He is good for that team because he's a pit bull. He's been he's been there. Yeah, dude, the guy draws fouls at an alarming rate. Like nobody would touch him. Type thing. Even else. with the tra- the changes, you know. Yeah, but, that's what I mean, dude. Like, so he makes that team. So much better, and then you've got Jimmy Butler, you've got Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero. Like, there's so many different options on that team that can shoot the three. And then you got Bam down low, man. Bam is, uh, it, like, he's a superstar. Uh, maybe not a superstar, but he's a star, man, because he can uh, ball out low in the paint there. But I just want to backtrack a little bit. Like, what's the one? Who's the one player the Raptors had when they won the championship? Why? Jeremy Lin. Yeah. They did uh, have Jeremy both. Lin. <laughs> both. They did. Oh, I, thought we were, I thought we were both going to say Jeremy Lin at the same time. Okay. Um, I, I, I want a Jeremy Lin Raps jersey now. Where is that and guy? Here? I don't know where he is right now. But I, I anyways, um, think about the last like X amount of NBA champions. Okay, so last year was the Bucks. They have Giannis. Oh, the year before, the Lakers, Anthony Davis and LeBron James. Then the Raptors won, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then they had Kawhi. And then it was all those Golden State teams. and Who had, who had Clay, Curry, Durant. Durant. Like, when's the last time you can name a team who didn't have, like, a certified superstar number one player and they won the NBA championship? The Detroit Pistons in like 2003. Chauncey Billups, though. Is he a superstar, though? Yeah, I don't know. No, like I, Ben I, Wallace, I, um, Rip Hamilton was on that team. Yeah, like I totally know what you're saying. I just think NBA at the end of the day is as much as you can do the team game type of stuff. I just, the team with the better like the best players usually wins typically, or that has one of the best players. Like as so, much as it's a team game, it's still a big factor is that individual players. Right. It's still one that's on that, ones that's the catalyst. isolations and everything. Like, so getting into that, who do you boys think are God in your MVP playoff race? 
Uh, yeah, that's a good question, Vinny. I think there's a lot of different uh, candidates, but I'm taking my uh, talents to Philadelphia. I got to go with Joel Embiid. The guy is uh, kind of a freak of nature. He's almost averaging uh, 30 points per game. And I mean, that's an absurd amount. And then, I mean, the rebounds kind of come with it, you know, 11 point some sort of number or whatever rebounds per game. That's a big man down low who's not only, you know, taking control of games, but he's dominating them, you know, with the points per game and the rebounds. It's it's hard to stop that man. And the memes. And the memes. And I mean, now he's got now he's got uh, James Harden and Tyrese Maxey. Like, there's a lot of different weapons and roles on that team. That you know, it's it, it's a fun team to watch and tough team to play against. So here's my question then for you, Pease. Now that Harden is on the Sixers, is that going to elevate his game and his chances to win MVP, or is it going to hurt because now you got another? superstar on the roster. You got another mouth to feed type thing. But uh I mean, I've watched their first few games here together as a squadron and um uh they seem to be clicking very well. I mean, it doesn't seem like there's uh but I mean, it's still early. I know how I know how uh James Harden can be and Joel Embiid is a guy who demands the ball and demands respect type thing. So it'll be interesting to see how it develops if that uh, relationship does seem to go south, I guess. But as of right now, I think it's a perfect fit and a perfect candidate. So I think if Harden can accept that he's the number two guy on the team, I think it's going to work. And it looks like he's doing that. I think it's big because Joel is... You know, he's down in the paint and Harden is on the outside. So I, I, if I was to make a team, that's exactly how I'd be doing it is I would be developing a, you know, someone down low and someone on the outside. So they've got both these weapons and I'm excited to see what the Philadelphia 76ers can do. Cause I do think they have been not neglected, but just not as fortunate as some other teams when it comes to, uh, having these great teams. So don't be surprised if they do make a big uh, championship push here. I do like that pick piece. I think Embiid has been one of the best players in the league all season. So yeah, I don't totally disagree with that, but I have him as my number two. Um, my number one MVP candidate right now is the Joker. Ooh. Uh, I just, and the, the reason why is one, He's just consistent. Like, he is a walking double-double, pretty much. Um, The passing part of his game makes his team around him better as well. But I think a big thing for me is he's putting up these awesome numbers and working with far less than a lot of these other candidates. Like, Jamal Murray's been hurt. Michael Porter Jr.'s been hurt. Uh, I know (laughs) they got uh, Boogie Cousins now. I know actually he went off the other night. He had like 34 points. Yeah, but, like but the Nuggets, like they've been messing a lot of key pieces this year and they're still in the playoff race. I think they're sitting in sixth or fifth in the West right now. Like Joe, he's just an awesome player. He was the MVP last year for a reason. I think he's making a serious push to be MVP again this year. Uh, I, I don't really have a lot to say other than he's just consistent 
and he makes the team around him better. And I think when you see a guy like Jamal Murray, if he ends up coming back in playoffs or like a Michael Porter Jr., like I know they're progressing pretty quickly, but it's not exactly sure when they'll be back. I think it's soon though, but like his game is just going to elevate that much more. So I, I really think the Joker is probably the front runner, but there's a lot of really good options. It's really anyone's at this point. Yeah, Marty, I actually really like what you said because I think he hit the hammer on the head. He makes everyone around him better. And I think that's uh, good quality for when you're addressing the uh, most valuable player because, I mean, it's a team game, but you also need someone who's going to go out there and kind of dominate the way he has. So, yeah, and that's, and I like that that's what you said because if you need a, a bucket, like, he can get you a bucket, mm-hmm. but he's also making the right plays at the right time. And right. He's not forcing ball, everything through like, him. Yeah. And that's what I really like about his game. And I, I don't know. He's just one of my favorite players to watch just because of like the big man passing ability is just next level from him too. So um, that's who I got down. But Vinny, I'm going to throw it back at you since you asked P's and I, who do you got as your MVP? I'm still riding hard for Mr. DeMar DeRozan, dude. He's still out here pushing it. He's pushing. Did you make a futures bet saying that he's going to be MVP of like five or six episodes ago? I I'm pretty did. sure you did. So but then I parlayed it with uh, <laughs> Jason Day finishing in the top five, and I think he finished outside of that. So that threw that out. Well, shoot, or shoot though. You yeah. still have I mean, your still faith can. in DeMar, though. Yeah, I can still put futures on DeMar. But. Yeah, DeMar has been – how many game winners has that guy hit at the buzzer? It feels much, like he bro. does it is, like the guy on a weekly basis. Clutch. He's very clutch at the game uh, winners. Uh, imagine if he was still on the Raptors. Year, yeah, I know. Fuck. Is he like elevated? no way to make that trade, though. Has he elevated his game because he's on the Bulls? Or, like, did you think he was always this type of player when he was on the Raps as well? I think he always was. I don't think he was being used properly. To benefit as a team instead of they just fucking fed him. Like, he, he was still unreal. And it's like, I don't know. I think he just also didn't have those, like, the guys around. A good support staff that can handle the load. Like a Zach Levine fucking Caruso, baby. Well, yeah, it was mainly DeRozan and Lowry over those Raptors years. Right. Now that you kind of point like Alonzo and Levine. Yeah, you're right. Like the like having other like release valves, outlets. So it's not all, it was legit just him. It was just like, all right, DeMar, do your thing. It's almost like a LeBron type of mindset with him where it's just like, just give the guy the ball and let him do his thing or even a Giannis. But like not everyone can hold the load the whole team. That's why they have I load think, management. Like, I think Chicago, I would love to see them going. I want DeMar to win a championship. Honestly, Dude, if I it's not too. the Raptors, I would like to see the Bulls win, to be completely honest. But like, like, like a combo of the season DeMar is having. And I think with our, with our love of the Raptors and him being one of the most notable Raptors of all time, like it's yeah. hard not to cheer for the guy. So, but um, he was the franchise guy. I mean, like I was real sad he had to go. But I mean, championship for lose your franchise guy. 
It's tough. It is what it is, but kind of goes hand in hand, you know. It happened. I don't think we. That's the thing, though. I don't think we're ever going to win. Like the Raptors were never going to win with him. I don't think. Which is you don't think so? I, th- I don't I think don't so. Like, what if you I could really have made don't. that trade without DeRozan? You probably could. Well, I mean, yeah, if you could have made the trade without DeRozan, but I just don't think that was in the I cards. Just think- I'm sure. I'm sure uh, Masai probably tried everything before trading DeRozan, but I think at the end of the day, that's what had to happen. And- yeah. It just seemed like day, every single business, time, so. every single time they got close, it just wasn't enough, though. And I understand they're playing LeBron James in Cleveland, but I mean, it was never close with them. Like they no. got swept the one time in the East final. The other one went to game six, which was not bad. And then did they make, they lost to Cleveland in the second round. I think they got swept by Cleveland again. And LeBron kind of owned Toronto there for, a to good be fair, he, owned he owns a lot of, East. yeah, he owns a, yes. So, but it's, it's hard to kind of judge it based off that, but shout yeah. out to, uh, to Damar and the, and the Bulls though, because I would like to see them go on a run. And I do like, I, I do, I just, I don't know if I can see them winning. I, again, it comes back to, I don't know if Demar is that guy or not. He's having an MVP like season right now, but like I want to see it come playoffs. And he's performed, but it'll be the East is pretty wide open this year. So it'll be there'll be some that's I'm actually really looking forward to NBA playoffs, which is the first time in a long time that I've been looking forward to it. Because I feel like I have no clue who's going to like be There's the a best lot of team. Contenders. Well, that's what I mean. I think it's we're starting to see it all across our major sports is it's, it is more parody. You know, you don't have the runaway tr- teams. Like these we could start... teams are becoming irrelevant. Yeah. Everyone's like, stepping well, up. Not even that. It's just, yeah. Like every team is kind of getting closer to where they need to be, I guess, type thing. I don't know. Like it's, it's just good watching now. You know, you're not seeing the fucking 30, 40, 50 point blowouts type thing. I mean, the odd game here and there, but. But man, in those like mid twenty tens, like yeah, like I wouldn't was... I wouldn't turn on the TV until it was the NBA Finals. Yeah, when I knew it was Golden State versus Cleveland. Right. Well, and and that's the thing is everyone knew who it was going to be from the start, so there was no, oh, look at this team type thing. You know, everyone knew from the start. There no was no was way. Le- no one was beating LeBron in four games. No one was beating fucking Chef and uh, the boys in golden state in seven games. And then you put the two teams in the finals. So like, that's just the way it is. Things will never be the the same. Cookie crumbles. Yeah. Things will never be the same. So I'm really glad that they're past that stage though. Cause like, well, I mean, we're still seeing the super teams. It's just, well, not to the same degree though. Like, dude, like really are though. It's just that everyone else, you know, like, (laughs) Teams are just better now around rather than. <sighs> yeah, that's fair. I mean, when you see a team like the Bucks and the Raptors win, I, I think guess they're that just helps. not as dominant is b- the better way to put it. They're still out there. Yeah. Like, these are saying they're just not as dominant. Well, you also don't have teams with three superstars on the team. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you don't have a Durant, a Durant, uh, Harden, Kyrie. Like, oh. you don't have um, Harden. <laughs> Man, I the Nets are in trouble. I think personally. Oh yeah, 
But they have imagine Cash. if they have to play Toronto, like if they have to play the Raps in the play-in. Like Kyrie's not can't play. Kyrie can't play because he can't play in Brooklyn or in or in Toronto. This just he can't play in Brooklyn. Oh, I didn't. No, no that's he why. That's, home games. <laughs> no, he can't play home games, man. So. He can't play home games. So if they have to play the Raptors, <laughs> even in a playoff series, if Brooklyn has to play the Raptors, it's just Durant. Nice. I don't know who else the Brooklyn Nets have. Blake Griffin. That's wild. Yeah. I yeah, don't even Blake think he plays. Dunk. He can dunk. True. He is he a dunker. He can dunk. You're not wrong, Vinny. Yep, that guy can dunk. Yeah, he can dunk. But, um, But yeah, it's kind of fucked up to think about, actually. I just like, I don't know. I'm excited for the playoffs. I'm looking forward to it. And um, even the rest of the season here, really curious to see how it plays out. I'm hoping the Raps can stay hot and hopefully won't even have to do a play-in game. I'm, I think they're going to jump Cleveland. I really do. Yeah, I think Cleveland is kind of on the downfall. They're kind of a sleeper, but at the same time, I agree, Peaser. Like, like nobody has Cleveland going far, I guess I want to say. I don't know. There's a couple things that kind of play into there. But LeBron does because he's going to go back to Cleveland after they have some success and then uh, eventually have Bronny sign. And blow up that team. Yeah. And that's like, what that's become what Become the GM do. again. And, and become the GM, yeah. Win a title and, and retire. Imagine I would be pissed if my dad did that. If like, like if my dad was like, yeah, no, we're going to make I, this happen. I'd be like, yeah, I'm playing in the NBA, bro. No, I'd like I'm let me, <laughs> I'd be let me backtrack. Jazzed. Let me backtrack a little you bit. You don't I'm, want your dad to coach you the NBA. Are you fucked? Dude, no, that's fucked up, Marty. I meant like with the bro, that's oh, weird, man. dude. You asked what's something that you think is normal, but I swear, I swear, I swear, I swear, something you 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 enjoy, but everyone else seems to hate. Uh, living in my dad's shadow. There you go. <laughs> you would hate but, that. But um, what I meant was like how LeBron came out like a couple of weeks ago, being like, "I'll play wherever Bronny is." Like. Do you think teams are just going to draft Bronny now just so they can get a 40-some-year-old LeBron James? I'm pretty depends. sure. Yeah, I think absolutely. it depends. I think where, like, that's where what I more so meant. Like, okay, what is his potential draft here, Bronny? He's, what, 16 right now? I think he's, uh, so I think he's in two grade or three 11. Years away. So grade 11 this year, grade 12 next year, he would go to college. He's three years away. Yeah. Two and a half years. And LeBron's what? How old? But do you think Dad's like, "Hey, you're going to college. You're gonna do this right, just in case you, fu- just in case we fucking blow it, you know? Yeah. Just in case we fucking blow it, I'm gonna need you to have like a degree type thing." But does LeBron not have his own college that he could just be okay, Bron? You can. Just- it's a high school. It's a, I high, that's a high school. school. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was a college. Dude, if LeBron went to college, like holy. Imagine he if will, LeBron dude. made his own college he and will. just just for Bronny. Yeah, it's kids Started from a Akron, call it a collegiate. It's from Akron, <laughs> Akron, um, Akron. But I, I would know. actually be annoyed. Like, wouldn't you want to like kind of build your name up on your own and not have? Well, it's hard when you have the like, same name. Yeah, like it's that's what I mean. Like you, <laughs> you have you are named yeah. after your dad. You literally have the same name. It's hard to have your own name. Kind of hard to yeah, kind of hard to get away from it. But that being said. <laughs> 
I see what you're saying, though. You pick knows? it up when I'm putting down. Who knows though? what kind of happens with that? But yeah, no, well, I do Michael know Jordan's kids didn't fucking do anything. I think they played college basketball, and then that was it. Well, they didn't have good enough Instagrams. True. They didn't have good enough Instagrams or good enough grades. So, and like, get how hype is it when your dad just is at the game? I'm, like, yeah. So get your grades games, up. Like, straight up, if my dad was like a LeBron a James oh. or. Uh, or a um, like a Mike, like let's say Michael Jordan, because Michael Jordan has Jordan brand. I would do fuck all. I would not be doing anything. I'm just riding that. <laughs> you'd be living off daddy. And you'd be living oh, off yeah. daddy's money. Hey, yeah, hundred like percent. Game respects. Game respects. Game boy. I. He wants me to play basketball. Mm. Okay. I mean, whatever, but come college I, I like after high school i'd be quitting <laughs> you're chilling i tried dad i, I honestly did dad, i just i'm dog shit you're just gonna have to well yeah but me i mean if mil. you're actually fucking sick you ha- if you got the sauce then you might as well i mean yeah it. but that's fair if you do got that sauce i guess as have, you have say, either of you guys ever say. had your parent coach you no yeah no. <laughs> yeah, I actually have. As we yeah. were talking about me not wanting to live it, but my dad's been a seems, trainer for seems, a few teams. Uh, I was gonna say, oh, okay. So my dad's in the same boat. My dad's yeah. been a trainer for a couple teams, but he did coach me in inline. <laughs> has no I remember, dude. Inline. I was on your team. Yeah, so you were on my fucking team. My dad just preaches. Uh, he just used like he's coached basketball, so he just used the same principles, but translated them to hockey. Just like just get communication. Nice. Yeah, um, you don't even to... need to coach inline hockey. <laughs> no, you it's don't. Just you really like... don't. There's no practices, bro. It's just games <laughs> every Tuesday, Thursday. <laughs> Dude, I miss inline hockey. I do too. And actually, I like it more than real hockey. I would. Well, even I never go got into far. it. Never got into that fast. Well, yeah, you're well because it's non-contact. Oh, and and uh, baseball. Yeah, you need to have like stick handling skills and shit, and I didn't have that. So you, I think I liked it because I was better on my rollerblades than skates. And you didn't have to worry about a guy like Pease running around with his chicken. Oh, I like. like I mean, I like contact though. Like I like contact. Yeah, sports. I liked that too. That this was the only was thing. More I... like your stick handling and passing. Yeah, that's true. There actually was no contact. That would have fucking hurt to get hit in line because it's just like. <laughs> you don't Dude, it's like, you it's like, like, it's like lacrosse in, guys. In it is like lacrosse. Man. I played it's lacrosse. Like lacrosse as well, guys too. getting hit hammered, man. Like oh, that's fucked it, up to me. I'm not. I don't have much I, going I tried on. to play lacrosse once. Did you guys know that? I tried. I went to I a played. junior. I went to a junior trial. They like the boys convinced me to just try it, and I went one time. <laughs> and you that know, wasn't okay, for you. So, well, okay, you know, in hockey, when somebody's bobbling with the puck, it's like, okay, green light. I'm I'm going after you. Yeah. See ya. Apparently in lacrosse, if they're bobbling with it, you can't do that. You gotta wait till it's like in the net or some shit. In the oh, in the perfect. So I saw that and I was like green light, hockey instinct, just fucking light. Hit him up. Everyone's like, Oh, that was good, but you can't do that. I was like, fuck. I don't understand this sport, dude. You actually would be a good lacrosse player, I feel like. If or you know what I could see you doing, Vinny? Because I was a fullback, dude. Rugby. Rugby. Oh, I I feel like rugby would be tight. You'd be good at rugby. I played lacrosse when I was like 12 and then I, like it was like I played and then I quit for inline hockey but I remember one game I was like man there must have been this like five foot five monster when I was four feet tall because we were like nine years old 
And he just ran right. I tried to hit him and he just literally ran right over me. So I quit after that. <laughs> I, I finished out the year and then I quit. I was hey, not very good at props lacrosse. Props to you for finishing out the year though, Marty. A lot of kids did you would play? quit. No, I never did. There was a baseball I player, man. Did. Oh, right, right. I forget. I was always busy in the summer. Yeah, those are like spring, oh. summer. We were the uh, boys. We were the boys, Emma. I just stuck to the golf course and inline hockey. I wasn't as into golf back then. I I feel like it's in the last five years. I I'm just, big into golf now. I I love me some uh, good golf course uh, action. I just remember I would play rounds with Leighton Birchall, and he'd absolutely light me weapon. the fuck up. What a weapon. And we were like 10 at the time, and he was doing that. And it was just like embarrassed. He would like, he wouldn't even be like trying either. He'd be just fucking around the whole time on the course and yeah, just like good. trying to Shut do up. these like crazy shots. And I'm just like, I hope I can get it off the tee. I'm like 10 hope years old. I hope I can old, hit it so. straight. <laughs> But and I'm now as a 27 year old, I, I'm still hoping I can just hit it straight. And but, I've uh, uh, I've gotten past things. the fears of uh, trying to hit it straight. I just try and hit it as fucking far as I can. So I, you swing pretty. You swing harder than almost anyone else I've ever seen, Teaser. You you Load play. You swing like you're playing baseball. Load it the fuck up. It's time to go, boys. Dude, that's me. I've been told I swing like them long driver boys, just like all fucking arms. Like, um, oh, what's his name? Kyle Berkshire. He's the Is long that driver. The long hair. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He he rips <laughs> a golf ball. He fucking yeah. He, he rips type. it. He's. It's funny because he's trying to become a pro player too, and he's got all the distance, but he doesn't have the rest of the game. Dude, golf is all short game. Oh yeah, it's within hundred yards. Why do you think is so fucking? He's the king of the irons. He also is like one of the like like hits it like the least furthest than anyone on tour almost like. Mm -hmm. So, but he's awesome. It's like old man's game, bro. My grandpa plays like that. Like, Dude, that's why old men are fucking. They fucking are so good. Dope but they old men are good drive. because they do the same swing over and over and over again. Yeah, hundred yards. No. So unorthodox too. Now they know old shit, that's but they know, they bro. I'm waiting so I can be that age. So I just know like, all right, I'm going to show up and I'm going to shoot 80 every single fucking day. Cause I do the same shot every single time. Yep. So, and just play on your course, like play 36 a day and just like chill with the boys. I can't wait. But um, we probably should get into uh, what are we rolling here? Um, so what do we say? Should we, should we roll on into our picks? I don't know. I was trying to be creative. Do you guys roll out, out of bed or do you turn and then stand up? Um, whatever works, I guess, but do you I think we're going to, I think we're going to roll into this. I just roll with a foam roller. <laughs> Keep on rolling, baby. You know what time it is. Okay, boys. I think we are going to jump into our picks that or bets that we're going to be placing this week a uh, little bit different because we're recording on a weekend we're going to talk about wednesday thursday friday so we're looking at wednesday march 9th thursday march 10th and friday march 11th i know i'm going to be talking about the players championship as well so for those of you listening at home 
That starts on Thursday, March 10th, and goes all the way up until Sunday the 13th. So, uh, Peaser, you're our gambling guru, our go-to man. Do you have a ticket for us that you would like to share? Yeah, so we're going to start on that uh, Wednesday, March 9th. Not my favorite day for picking games, and you'll see why. Um, but I do have the Toronto Raptors money line over the San Antonio Spurs. Like we said, uh, Raptors are kind of gearing up for a little playoff push here. Um, not much in the hockey world, though. We've got uh, Washington versus Edmonton. I'm going to stay away from that one. But I am going to take the Vancouver Canucks money line over the Montreal Canadiens. I know the Canadiens have been playing good hockey, but I think every Cinderella story has to come to an end eventually. Um, and then we're going to dip over the basketball. I'm taking the Chicago Bulls spread against the Detroit Pistons. And I'm taking the New Orleans Pelicans spread against uh, the Orlando Magic. And that's going to round out my Wednesday, March 9th picket. I like it. Anybody else? I mean, I haven't talked about it on the pod yet, but I'm going to another Oiler game. Hey, here we go. So we've and got guess, some... guess what? I'm going to Edmonton once again as I watch my Washington Capitals for the first time in probably two years live. So are we so, going to be live betting and everything on the Instagram like we got last time? I think that was well, really I was fun. Doing, I was definitely doing some some videos and I was maybe one or two or three beers deep. Well, maybe more, maybe less, give or take. We'll never know. But uh, actually, before I even jump into my pick, I'm pretty sure the concession is going to be open this time. Let's so fucking go. I'm more fired up about that than Do the they game have foot itself. Long dogs? I mean, I'm, I'm assuming they probably have something like that. Like what about a long glizzies? Oh, we're big time glizzy guys here. Hey, yeah, we're a full time. Uh, Maybe uh, on the you guys are full time glizzy guys. Yeah, full time. A glizzy like a day that. keeps the doctor away. That's I don't think. Say. I don't think that's what they say. I'm pretty sure it's the complete opposite. It's like every hot dog you eat or glizzy. Sorry, we don't say hot dog. We say glizzy. Yeah. Uh, every glizzy that you eat, it probably it takes, takes a, a day off your life. I don't know if it's exactly like that. I don't I, know. We have to. We'd have to crunch some numbers out here at the at the studio. But I uh, I actually genuinely am curious if like people think hot dogs take take time off take, your life. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there was a study. I'm not sure if it was glizzies though. I'm pretty sure there was a study about hot dogs where it was like. They take time off your life. Anyways, um, I am going to be betting on that game, though, because go Caps. Caps. It's not Caps here, but I'm going to be betting on the Caps because I have to. Uh, Vinny, why are you pulling up glizzies on the screen right now, dude? <laughs> like, now I, I got... How am I supposed to focus? You got to battle through some adversity, Marty. I know. Anyways, I'm going to take the Caps. Um I can't stop thinking about glizzies now. Where's your guys go to glizzy place? Like mine's the golf course. Yeah. For I sure. say any golf course ever. What about a baseball game though? Yeah. Like that's yep. a good one too. Baseball glizzy. That's a pretty good one. I still think golf course glizzy is the way to go, but um, um, I do. I love a good, just like if you're at a barbecue, man, or like oh, camping, good, camping. Yeah, somebody's place camping. Yeah. That. Oh, over the fire glizzy, that's pretty yeah. good too. Yeah. Yeah. 
Fire roasted glizzy. Fuck. Now, how do you guys dress your glizzies? Ketchup mustard. That's all you need. And no you're, just a, you're just anything. Anything more? You're just playing with it. Nah, dude. I like. I'm when, just ketchup, oh, dude. When I'm like at the golf course, I'm adding like banana peppers, what onions, or whatever. Oh, you like, they really have, dress it up. I really dress it up, dude. It's like an all dressed glizzy. They I call put a little bit of everything. You be dressing, bro. I like that hey. actually. That made me laugh a little bit. Um, yeah, I'm a I'm a big time dress up the glizzy type of guy though. And then I like make an absolute mess on the golf course, and some old man is yelling at me because I'm not eating my glizzy properly. So, like whoever you're riding the cart with, you're like, hey, hold my glizzy and watch this drive. <laughs> yeah. Now watch this drive. No, you know how like <laughs> yes, people smoke. You, you know how people smoke cigars and like they'll put it on the grass for like a second, hit their ball. I pretty I do that with my glizzies. But do you know <laughs> how like people say they're gonna stop terrorism and then they say, "Now watch this." Now drive. watch this drive. One of the all-time videos out there, literally. <laughs> oh man. So oh yeah, we are talking about sports. I guess right. Right. What are we rolling again? Uh, Washington Capitals money line over the Edmonton Oilers. And I'm going to add on just for fun. Tom Wilson's going to pot three points. Holy, what a take. Three points from Tom Wilson and a Capitals victory. I'm expecting like you, you might, you might want to hit the over as well on that game too. Cause the goaltending is gonna be garbage. I think Maybe shaky on both ends there, Marty. I really hope VTech Vanacek is playing when I'm there because I will have a little more sanity, but uh, yeah, other than that, that's all I got for that game be- or that day. Sorry, because I'll be focused on that game. So, and that's fair. Totally fair. I like the live updates from uh, the game itself. So that's good. Good for the pod. Uh, Vinny, anything for Wednesday? I don't know if you picked anything for Wednesday or not. No, no, not Wednesday, but I'll just give you mine. Uh, what I'm rolling this week is a nice, a thick, athletic, two-leg parlay. <laughs> dude, I got fitted for suits. Is it hairy? Dude, is it I got hairy? fitted for suits, and the dude told me, he's like, okay, okay, so you got the thick, athletic legs, so we're probably going to get you in the Roma pant. I'm like... All right, thanks, Dude, bro. That's hot. I was like, thank you, bro. Appreciate it. As a, as a as a retired fullback, I I appreciate it. You know, I still got oh, it. Oh God. Yeah, thanks for taking care of me. But yeah, so two thick athletic, <laughs> two leg parlay. Uh, I'm rocking. I'm rolling. Uh, Demar Derozan for that uh, futures regular season MVP, and I'm gonna take. I'm gonna leg that with Taylor Gooch winning. Outright winning the Arnold Palmer Invitational currently going on right now. So we'll find out. I spaced it out a bit, but, you know, some some things are worth the wait. I love that you're doubling down on your futures pick for DeMar. That just shows that this is – Vinny's the type of guy, when he makes a commitment, you just know he's going to be fully, fully in on the commitment. Oh, yeah. I'm a rider. I'm a rider I think it speaks a lot to your character. Yeah. Vinny. He's a rider. He's a truck star. Yeah, dude. I, I ride for TikTok my sensation dude, over there. I have, uh, has I been know, on about the TikTok. Off I'm Instagram and only yes, on TikTok. That's exactly what it is, Vince. Is yeah. I haven't had 
Instagram, so I have needed to. But kudos for you. It's like someone who quits smoking, they start chewing a lot of gum. Yeah, but I'm still smoking, so what the fuck, you know? Yeah, exactly. You Your TikTok is Instagram, but on a concentrated level. It's like it's like weed to dabs, man. It's, How it's lethal dabs. How is your your reading books thing going? No, what the no, I gave what are you that reading? up. What? Yeah, I remember we were talking how he needed to read books like a few. He's reading magazines, back. I think. Yeah, I don't know. I Does anyone here old. actually read a magazine? When's the last time you read a magazine? Uh, when I was in the dentist office. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you love the dentist. Because I love going. That's that's why he doesn't read because he's waiting for it when he goes to the dentist. Yeah, so I gotta save magazine. all my content for when I get there. That's totally that's fair. One of the I few guess. things in life he enjoys is reading right. magazines at the dentist waiting room. Well, it's one of the finer things in life. So yeah. Speaking of golf, though, Vinny, I don't know. I know, like you were talking about Taylor Gooch there and Arnold yeah. Paul. Did you just pick Gooch because the last His name? name? Yep. The funny part is the best but, part is uh, yeah. is he's actually been playing really good this year so far too. So yeah, he's, he's right. He's in second right now. It looks like so. Oh, look at that! He's gonna be playing with. Is he playing with Rory today? He is. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then Hovland's playing with. Well, Hovland's already. Oh no, you're right. He's playing. No, he's, later. he's playing twelve forty. But right. like I said, this tournament's going to be done by the time this thing uh, gets put out. So yeah, so that's why I want to talk about the Players Championship. It's like the, f- it's not an official major, but people call it the fifth major because it is a pretty big tournament. Uh, playing at TPC Sawgrass, which is a- another pretty famous course as well, too. Um, yeah, I decided I'm going to pick five players that I personally like for this tournament. So I wanted to kind of just talk a little bit about the players championship here. So uh, for starters, I guess my big favorite right now that I had picked out was uh, Victor Hovland. So not including the Arnold Palmer, which is happening right now. He's playing really well. I think he's won three out of his first five starts this in 2022. Like he's been probably the best player in golf or one of the best players in golf recently. So uh, definitely keep your eye out on Hovland. I think he's going to be a really solid top five pick. Uh, I always got to go with my boy, Colin Morikawa. He's my favorite player and he just seems to show up in the really big tournaments. He hasn't won uh, players yet, but it's, one of those things where I feel like it's just only a matter of time where he's going to win one. He's one of the best players in golf right now, and he just shows up for the big tournament. So I really like that pick. Uh, simp- honestly, another one that I really like is our guy, Happy Gilmore, uh, Will Zalatoris. Um, he's another one who just seems to show up in the big tournaments, but seems to choke on the last couple of holes on the day. But I think Salatoris could be a really solid pick as well, too. Um, I also am looking at Daniel Berger once again. He played really good. Uh, it was not this weekend, but the last weekend. He was in first majority of the... Uh, maybe it was even two weekends ago now, but he was in first majority of the day. 
He didn't have a great Sunday, but he's been playing a really good golf. He's been one of the more consistent players lately. Um, after that, I feel like you got to always go and pick a guy like Rory. Rory has been really good during the Arnold Palmer. Typically, when you see guys play well in a tournament before, they typically play well at the next tournament too. Plus Rory, he's just another guy who's, again, a stud, kind of like Colin Morikawa. He's been there before, due probably for another major. Last player I am going to pick is going to be... Phil Castle. Oh, Phil, Phil Mickelson. No, unfortunately, Phil Mickelson will not be participating in the tournament. Neither will uh, Phil Kessel. And no, neither. Phil Kessel is more likely to participate than Phil Mickelson at this point. Um, but if you want to go with a sleeper pick, which I'm going to do, and I think Pizio is going to like this pick because I'm going with the Canadian, Corey Connors. Uh, he tied seventh last year at the tournament, just doing a little bit of research. Um, he's yet to post a top 10 this year, but I could see him being a good sleeper type pick. He's out of all the guys I just named. He for sure would have, uh, the worst odds in winning, but I think he's somebody who can definitely step up and be a solid pick. So those are my five. So again, quick recap, I picked, uh, Connors, I picked Berger, I have uh, Rory, Zalatoris, and uh, I also said Colin, Morikawa, and Hovland. So I think that was six, actually. But those six are kind of the, the ones that I'll be watching. Um, and yeah, really like Victor Hovland right now, though. He's for sure playing the best golf out of anybody. That kind of wraps up what I'm rolling, though, for next like that the week slash next weekend anyway so i'm gonna be focusing most of my attention on golf and the caps game oh shit what just happened dude my computer just blew up what do you mean it blew up like my computer just totally ripped out did you see that it looked like it fell off of something <laughs> i don't know what happened there what do you, why did it turn i don't know dude are you okay? I think I think Tracy tripped on the cord. It has to be. Because I have to rip out my cord here. It's like the like my uh my Ethernet cord, because oh. like I guarantee you she tripped on that. <laughs> that gave me a heart attack, dude. I thought there's an earthquake happening. My yeah, computer just, literally just ripped and I caught it. Just a Saskatchewan earthquake going on. Uh um, no warning. No, that was uh that was a pretty good uh, golf segment we had there. One guy I'm going to be watching, and it's uh, it's Jordan Spieth. You know, he's one of those guys that he's either really good or really bad. And what I've noticed this year is he's been good, bad, good, bad, good, bad. He just uh, we're gonna see how he finishes at the Arnie Palmer, and but yeah, that's one of those guys that uh, doesn't hurt to be looking out for. Um, well, I guess that leans us into our uh, March 10th of Peaser's Picks. And this one's all hockey. we got all NHL for the Thursday there. So I'm going to take the Boston Bruins money line against uh, the Chicago Blackhawks at home. I'm going to take the Vegas puck line against the Sabres. I know the Sabres have been playing good, but I just think Vegas is too much of a powerhouse to be betting against. And uh, you're going to see over these next few days here, I'm taking the Jets money line 
against the New Jersey Devils. I think the Jets, uh, you know, this is their playoff push here, and they've got to figure it out if they want to make a push. And yeah, and then I've got Nashville over Anaheim Ducks for, and that's going to round up uh, my Thursday, March tenth pick. Um, that's going to lead. And Marty, do you got a March tenth pick or? No, I think I'm just going to focus on the golf and the okay. Caps game. I'll probably, to be completely honest with you, be emotionally damaged, as the TikTok kids would say. Is that a TikTok Emotional damage. Yeah, I have a feeling that <laughs> oh, we're going to be... You are a TikTok kid. Dude, I'm telling you, it's sick. <laughs> <Holy fuck>. um, <laughs> but yeah, I got nothing because I have a feeling that the Caps game is going to wear me out. And, uh, well, that's right. We're hoping that uh, you make a lot of money there in uh, in Edmonton and treat the old lady to uh, to a nice to a weekend ca- to a Just casino night at Rogers. Yeah, there you go. Um, nice well, Lizzie. if if uh, everything goes well, Marty, and you follow my tickets here, I think you're gonna have a good night at the casino. But we're gonna round out our uh, segment here with our Friday, March 11th. I got three hockey games and two basketball games. So I'm going to take the Minnesota Wild over the Columbus Blue Jackets. I know the Wild haven't been playing great hockey, but I think it, I think it's time they flip it around. And this is why I said the Jets earlier, because I'm taking the Jets' money line against the New York Islanders. Like I said, the Jets got to start to figure it out a little bit. And uh, I think it starts this week here. Um, and then I'm going to take the... I'm going to take Marty's Washington uh, Capitals here against Vancouver on the road. They've, that'll be rounded out their uh, Canadian trip there. But yeah, I think they uh, match up pretty well against Vancouver. And I think they got the upper hand. It's just a matter of uh, which goalie shows up. And then I'm going to take uh, the Memphis Grizzlies over the New York Knicks money line. And I'm going to take the Boston Celtics over the Detroit Pistons money line. And that's going to be our first five gamer of uh, the pod. And we're going to roll and make some money and bada bing, bada boom to the cash counter, baby. Business is booming. Business is booming. I just would like to say shout out to our listener in Bangkok. Hey, yeah, I think <laughs> I it was, it was my brother. I think it was, was my it brother. actually. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Oh, I'm so much I just more picked him up depressed from the airport. Right. And I was looking at that. I was like, oh, he was probably listening like in the airports and shit. Hey, shout out your brother then. Yeah. We appreciate <laughs> we, it. We we are we are worldwide, hey. But I don't know That's how we become we worldwide. Argentina, so whoever's listening in Cordoba, shout out you. In Argentina. Yeah. You are appreciated. You are I, enough. We've got a nice spread in uh, the states though, boys. Shout Maryland, out our fans. Virginia. In- That's kind of in like that Washington area. They probably heard about me. <laughs> <laughs> They've heard of you. They're like, Marty, oh, you hear about fan? You, you hear about here? that crazy super fan? Guy just talks about them nonstop on the pod. Uh, that makes sense. But um, no, I don't think I got anything else rolling uh, for the weekend, though. Uh, oh, or the week, some... I guess. I well, got, you got uh, something. Yeah. My full back of the week. It's been a minute. Oh, oh yeah. It has been a minute. Dude. Yeah. What do you got for us, Vinny, then? Who is it? Not only am I doubling down, I'm tripling down. DeMar DeRozan, fullback of the week. He's going to go on a little heater here. I know they snapped. Was it, was it OKC they snapped uh, his 30-game-plus streak? I think it was something, something like that. Yeah, something like yeah. that. 
He's gonna hop back on that horse. You can't can't stop this man right now. MVP. Let's go. Time to Mark giddy Rosen. up. Demar Derozan. I missed the fullback of the week. Dude, it I was might electric. have to put something down. It was electric for football season. So yeah. 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 So I guess one thing I think we should maybe mention to to the listeners that are supporting the pod. Once again, thank you for supporting the pod. But the boys have decided that we're probably not going to be posting as often. Reason being is NFL is takes up a big chunk of the of the podcast. Obviously, all of us love NFL, and that's probably the the sport that the three of us follow the most. And let's be honest, there's tons to talk about when NFL season is on, which is why the weekly podcast kind of became a thing with every week meaning something basically. So we've decided that we're going to move to more of a, a bi-weekly schedule, be a little bit more flexible with the schedule where we're going to just try to record once every two weeks. Um, that being said, if there's ever any urgent matters coming up or something important comes up, let's say um, hint, hint, nudge, nudge, March Madness or NHL playoff predictions or anything like that, we'll for sure be recording. But uh, just note, if you're wondering why we haven't been posting as much lately, it's because we decided we don't need to post on a weekly basis. Two weeks is good. It's a healthy amount for the boys. Plus, we don't want to have nothing to talk about if there is nothing to talk about on a weekly basis. So, um, but once again, just want to thank everyone for listening. It's been it's been great being back. I chatting with you guys. It's been a mm -hmm. it's been a long minute, as we said. So it's it's been good to kind of get back into it. And uh, I've enjoyed the episode. We got to talk more NBA and MLB too, and that's it's a nice yeah. change of pace for the boys. I think it'll be nice if we. Uh can see some actual MLB games. I know it's probably not in the foreseeable future, but it would be uh, pretty damn cool to watch them Blue Jays again. So, but we will see. Time will tell. It's good to be back, boys. Good to be back, though. Yeah, there's a good little break. And yeah, I mean, but we're back to rolling, baby. Yeah, it's we're, good all, to get we're, we're gonna start rolling again. So. But once again, everyone, thanks for rolling with us. Uh, be sure to follow us on Instagram. Do not be like Papa Peas. Make sure you have a uh, uh, two-step two step authentication. Yep, yep. Pizio, if if you didn't hear, he lost his Instagram, and now the man is officially a TikTok star. So RIP. Uh, but, but be sure to follow us on Instagram at Rolling with a G, Rolling the Dice Pod. Or follow us on Twitter where Pizio, I hope, put that two-step authentication there. But uh, Pease, can you confirm or deny? Try and hack He's us. Try and hack us. I okay. Okay. Don't do that. Please don't advertise yeah, don't. that. We already lost once. Don't, don't do it again. I'm doubling down, baby. Let's go. The best part about – I just want to bring this up. The best part about Pease with that, with that scammer is he used the rolling the dice pod like Instagram to threaten the person who's <laughs> who stole his his account. It's so funny, do dude. It's so funny because like I don't know how they did it, and and I mean, I'm gonna be completely honest. I wasn't really. I guess you are that... considering the impact of yeah, like doing. well, not even that. It's like my account getting hacked. It's one of those things that like. 
doesn't surprise me. Like I said, I was missing some uh, security systems and features and what have you. But that being said, um, for me to take our uh, combined account and kind of double down and be like, haha, this is real funny type thing to this uh, hacker. Yeah, probably wasn't the wisest idea. I'm glad uh, you caught it when you did, Marty, because I was obviously, you know. You're a little ready. heated. Uh, yeah, I was ready to double down. <laughs> like, fucking try me again, bitch, you know. Um, so, yeah, I'm glad you kind of stepped in, put that two-step on. Uh, that's the scam a scammer, dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah that's funny. So. Good yeah, times. Uh, Good times be rolling over here with the rolling the dice crew. But, yeah. Uh, uh, be sure to follow us, though, on Twitter as well. And um, Pizio, what's the Twitter handle? Twitter handle is rolling. No G. The Dice Pod with an underscore at the end. I know it looks funny, but we are there. And that's... Uh, and that's we are active from what I've We are active. Yeah. yeah. Pizio's been active. Well, I mean, like there. I said, you know, I don't have uh, Instagram to be rolling off of. So I'm always keeping up with the TikTok trends and what have you. You know, pretty soon we're gonna have a roll of the dice TikTok, and Pizio is not gonna do sport. He's gonna be like on the fucking golf course doing a dance to on TikTok. That's the type of content. It could be. It could be dangerous. I'm just saying. If I ever saw that, I'd be striping a golf ball at you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't blame you. But I mean, I would just have to. I would just have to hope that uh, you don't hit it straight. So. Well, here's the thing. I was gonna say I'd probably have to put multiple golf down and try to hit it at you because it wouldn't it would take more than one try that's yeah, for sure i feel that but, i feel that but uh no thanks again everyone for rolling with us happy to be back and we will catch you on the next episode thanks a lot take care thanks for rolling with us baby thanks for rolling with us it's money line marty and paul ap's we've been steady rocking the behind the scenes the